Do you like heavy textured art that delights as it weirds you out and shocks you? Ever wondered what kind of webcomic Salvador Dali might make? Well, we have your next binge read with Tearcom. The comic follows the Drithers, a government-contracted group of individuals with unnatural abilities tasked with the objective of keeping what is considered society functioning. Caricom is a Drither, but her true objective is fighting. Follow Caricom and her co-workers as they complete nonsensical tasks and battle strange foes in a wasteland. Tearcom, a comic about animals and punching things. Read it now at tearcom.thecomicseries.com. That's T-I-R-K-O-M dot thecomicseries dot com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to Supernatural Selection. I'm your host, Kevin the Bastard. With me this week are Mike the Skeptic. Mike, how you doing, buddy? It helps if I turn the microphone on. Yes, it does. Very good, Mike. I was I was hoping to psychically broadcast. No, I wasn't. That's bullshit. Yeah. How many Mike. deep are we now and we haven't quite figured out the microphone thing? <sighs> Um, uh, we're 43 episodes in, I believe. 42 or 43. Okay, this is like, you know, the first or second time. I don't know how many times it is for me, but it's it's low. It's I could count it on one hand if I could remember them all. Sure. Someone's very defensive. That's yeah. that's fair. Yes, uh, but I am I am here and you can hear me now. Mm-hmm. So good. good. <clears throat> and of course, we also have Mr. David Davis. David, how you doing, buddy? regretting a choice that i made are you what choice did you made well i had a little bit of rum left i mixed it with some ice water and some dragon fruit like squirty bottle stuff and it is unholy it you is have made a mistake yes i have and i'm gonna have to drink my mistake right. yep nope you made your bed you got a drink in it so you, you made dragon fruit grog yeah basically yeah. Mm. I want to apologize in advance uh, before we really get into the episode. My voice is going to be a little uh, raspier than usual. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on other than just, you know, pollen. Sounds fine to me. Okay. I yep. To me, I sound rougher, and it just I'm just going to blame tree spoo. <laughs> Rough, tough, Don't full take, of tree spoo. Yeah. It takes a yeah. real man to take tree spoo. I remember uh, uh, the university where I got my uh, bachelor's degree around the springtime, like the we call them the sperm trees because they hel- they smelled heavily of sperm. Dude, oh, we have God. those here. Yeah, uh, it, it, it was bad, man. It looked like it, it just it smelled like a bunch of dudes just like. Yeah, no, there was a uh, wherever we had a uh, like a party at one of our friends, friends mother's yeah friends parents house and they had a spoo tree in the backyard we're all just sitting and it's right next to their gazebo so we're all just like <laughs> sitting around drinking it's like you is that yeah that that smells like spoo yeah no i will never forget one of our friends in particular just yelling why do i smell cum 
<laughs> just... Who put their sock in front of the humidifier? God yeah. damn it. Damn it, Bobby. Yeah. So, um, let's see. It's a weekend weird this week, guys. It's let's been a weird, weird week, with it. hasn't it? It has been the weirdest of weeks. Um, mm-hmm. So, Mike, I know you've, you're have you kind of uh, scrambling for stuff right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the, the weird week leftovers, the, the sloppy didn't wants. That's okay. They're all good. We just had to pick out our specifics. So, yeah. um, David, how about you go first this week? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, so this is a uh, article from cron.com. Researchers keep finding creepy dolls washing up on Texas beaches by Ariana Garcia. I think I remember hearing about this. I I heard I saw the the headline. I was like, I'm gonna let David cover that one. Yeah. I mean like make sure you look at those pictures though, dude. They're great. Oh, okay, cool. I'm I'm gonna go take a look real quick for reaction purposes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'll, I'll go ahead and start reading. Yes, please do. All right, so I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm going to kind of skim through it. But uh, researchers regularly survey the coast for creatures like sea turtles, marine mammals, and endangered bird species. And while they often come across de- uh, debris while combing the Texas shoreline, lately creepy dolls seem to be their most popular find. Okay. So the, the researchers saying for, for years now they've been in- mysteriously encountering dolls washing ashore on Texas beaches. The reserve documents the most interesting ones on their Facebook page. The creepy castaways are usually in horrific condition, covered with barnacles, or missing their limbs, hair, and eyes. Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the group's most recently shared dolls, which had barnacles growing out of its eyes, was on Monday. Uh, oh boy, a creepy doll. I know a bunch of you weirdos out there like this, said Jace Turnell, the director of Mission Art, uh... Aransas Reserve at the University of Texas Marine Institute in a beachcombing video. This is some stuff that comes up all the time. Uh, so yeah, you're you're seeing those pictures now, and they're great. Uh, they're yeah, fantastic. I'm, I'm looking at one of them in particular, and uh, it looks like if the ocean, which I, is already terrifying in general, decided, I'm gonna try to make a baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you know, we gotta yeah. fill the hole with something, so let's put barnacles. That's a terrible idea. You know, so, um, let's see. Tunnel told the Fort Worth Star-Telegram that he and his colleagues regularly find the dolls while surveying a 40-mile stretch of beach from North Padre Island to Matagorda Island. Every day is something new, Tunnel said. When you've found everything that could possibly wash up on shore, something else comes up. Um, So they've apparently collected uh, 30 of the disturbing dolls since he began keeping count. The creepiest ones are the ones that have lost all of their hair, he said. Yeah. The first doll they found was the head of a sex doll. I'm looking at that. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> later, someone bought that sex doll's head for $35, and the proceeds mm. were donated to the, donated to Sea Turtle Rescue Program. So, a little happy ending, yeah. probably in a couple uh-huh. different ways. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it looks like its mouth is full of ground meat. Right, yes. Um, and then, like, the one eye that's fully open, the other eye that is just, like, a whole lit with, like, looks like ground beef growing out of it, too. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That's horrifying. No, I hate this. Yeah, no, this, this is like, uh, but here's the thing. I want one of them. I want <laughs> okay. one of these dolls. Good uh, for you. I'm, I hope you're happy with the curse and or uh, spiritual possession you, you gain from that. I, man, look. 
I know some people that are like into the woo woo stuff, and I'm pretty sure they would burn this. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Good congratulations on wanting one. So the the reason for all of this apparently is because tes, uh, Texas coastal uh, bend beaches get ten times the amount of trash than any other beach in the Gulf of Mexico that makes because sense. of a loop current that extends oh. from the Yucatan Peninsula to Florida, and it pushes the debris towards the Texas Gulf. Well, not to be too offensive, but, you know, all the garbage ends up in Texas. Yep, yep. Uh, but, yeah, as far as, like, why there are so many abandoned dolls in the ocean, I'm assuming that maybe, like, a crate fell out of a boat or something? Yeah, there's you usually find a lot of... Uh... What was it I heard about fairly recently? Where they Garfield phones? Garfield phones. That's right. I knew exactly mm-hmm. where you were going. The French uh-huh. beach with all the Garfield phones. The container crashed in the eighties, and they just keep leaking out. <laughs> just Garfield phones on the beach for like forty years. I think it's accelerating too because of yeah. the deterioration of the container. Yeah, one day there's yeah. just going to be this massive influx of Garfield phones, and they'll be alive. <laughs> Well, you know, it's not like that's the, the dolls aren't the dolls and the Garfield feet are not Garfield feet, but the Garfield because <laughs> the weirdest shit that washes up on shore is just severed feet. Yeah, no, that's up in uh, New York in Canada. Uh huh. They keep washing up. They just see severed feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a nightmare. Yeah, I, I think of all the dolls in this article. My favorite is the one that's wearing like a little caked on mud suit, which oh. is like the huge ass barnacle just popping out of its eye he looks jolly and i he don't looks like happy. It. he does yeah yeah i it, you know but still y'all's explanation is like uh cargo containers i'm like drowned children <laughs> the souls of drowned children yeah. manifest in creepy marine that's dolls. that's why i don't want one that's like a dead baby yeah. The spirit of a dead baby back on Earth in a doll. Well, and he, here's the thing. A lot of these dolls are just kind of creepy on their own. I'm looking mm-hmm. at the one that has very, very strange proportions. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like the torso is... Like, the head is larger than the torso of the doll. Well, that's a standard it's, baby it, doll thing. It, it, no, it's, it's hey, very I, disturbing. I used to work the toy department in a uh, retail store, and they were all, a lot of your, you know, just... Regular, I'm buying this for a young kid doll. They were like that. Oh, they're still creepy. Uh, yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah, no, because um, you know, speaking of like weird doll shit, like my um, grandma had one of those. Have you ever seen those where it's like a like a? It's not quite a doll because it doesn't actually have a head, but it's designed to look like a little kid has their arms crossed in front of them, and you lean it up against the wall. Like, they're, they're counting for, like, hide-and-go-seek. You ever seen those before? What the shit are you talking about? I've never heard of that. So, so yeah, literally, um, it's it's got the human torso shape. It's got the arms. And what they do is it's in little clothes, and they put a little hat on the thing. But there's no head to it, because the idea is that it's supposed to look like a little kid who is leaning up against the wall with their arms crossed, like, counting, like they're playing hide-and-go-seek. Would it be bad um, if I asked if your grandparents had a body count? Um... Uh, I, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I'm not okay. going to get into that on the show. We're, yeah, let's not go there. Uh, <laughs> but, well, you know, it's just it's one of those it, things like my grandma, my grandma collects weird shit. So, like, she also had this um, like fake dog that looks like a little curled up puppy sleeping. And then when you flip a switch on it, the little torso moves a little bit to look like it's breathing. Oh, that is a that is awful. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Um. 
Real Chamber of Horrors at times. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, do the new Kirks know about this? But you, you've never seen those hide-and-seek dolls? No. I mean, like, the closest I've ever seen to it is when somebody has, like, a uh, wooden grandma's ass in the yard where it looks like okay. they're been overworking. It sounds a little bit like that, but in doll form, which is yeah, I'm, infinitely I'm gonna, I'm more gonna, terrifying. Sure, I'm going to share a picture with you gentlemen and ruin your evening. I put it in oh, host talk for you, great. but... great. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I've God. seen those before. What? You've never seen those before? No. I mean, yeah, I, in, in the Child's Play movie. Yeah. No. no. I, I, They're creepy as hell. I don't like them, but you know, they're a thing. I would freaking punk kick that thing out a window. Now, I, I would stay with my grandparents on occasion, and you know, I, I wasn't much of a sleeper anyway, so I'd be wandering around the house at night and seeing shit like that just... Uh, dude, I've I've told you about the alien cutout, right? Oh, yeah. No, we talked about the alien okay, cutout remember. here at that. I've, I've talked about it so much, I couldn't remember if I talked about it on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we talked about it because I also told Perry, uh, I wanted to, I told the world that I wanted to punch him in the face for giving that to me and myself oh, for like on. bringing you it. That. You I lusted did. after I that. I did. And then when I you got were, it here, I suddenly regret it. You were hot and horny for that thing. In fact, Look, you were, when you thought... It had been thrown away. You were really sad. I was. So I told you that. No, it's just in the office because we're not getting the wine. Which now, now see, the alien wouldn't have freaked me out. Those little kid well, things, yes, well, but the no, alien look, cutout, I would have been like, "This is cool." Yeah, yeah no, but until at until night the, and it's backlit, and it, you just think there's some dude standing in your living room. Yeah, until it's like yeah, three a.m. The house is dark except for a few lights. And you you go to the refrigerator, and out of the corner of your eye, you see a humanoid shape silhouetted against the you know the brighter win- the outside window. The window. Yeah. yeah, no. Then your your primal brain kicks in, and is like, "What the fuck is that?" Oh. Yeah, no, that's straight up lizard brain stuff. I mean, it's, that's fair, but I you know I, I'm going to agree to disagree. I think I'd be okay. cool with it. Like like maybe maybe I'd be like, "Oh shit." for a segment and be like, you know, you're great. Well, you're cool. You don't um, fill me with dread uh, like those little, little little tiny doll children that are up against the wall. Okay, look, those would, like, seriously freak me out more than the alien, I think. Because I'd have yeah. to stare at them for a few minutes when waking up in the morning and be like, what? I don't have a baby. Oh, so uh, that does remind me. So next door to our work is a cigar shop. Oh, and behind in the back side of the shop, they have a, like a rear door mm-hmm. and inside the rear door, we we're like looking in one day, you could see in the rear door to their kind of like break room, but also inside their bathroom and in the bathroom, there's a magazine rack, but also the creepiest fucking doll I've ever seen just like lurking there in the corner. It's like, how could you, is this like motivation to keep employees from taking too long of a shit? on the clock i mean because that's the only thing i can think of why you would keep that in there also did i did i mention the time that holly and i almost bought a raggedy ann doll i i grew up with those i had a raggedy ann and a raggedy andy well you know and here's the thing we we holly and i are both like we we know that the raggedy ann doll is the annabelle doll yes you know it's not the creepy porcelain doll that the movies did it's just a simple raggedy ann doll and this was like the full the full size one the size of a small child um, and we saw it at a Goodwill, and we seriously considered buying it. And then I told her, like, look, 
if we bought this thing, you and I would torture each other with this because I would move it into places <laughs> to scare the shit out of you. Oh yeah, obviously. So we ultimately did not get it, but that's one of the things. That's one of the two things that are banned in our house. The other <laughs> one are Ouija boards. Okay. She will fair. not let me get a Ouija board. I I could see that. So, so uh, real quick, speaking of the tobacco shop next door, that's the Country Squire. They have their own podcast. You can find it at the countrysquireonline.com slash radio. If you uh, enjoy such tobacconist pleasures. Yes, so be sure to check that out if that's your thing. Uh, where we actually know the guy that runs the shop. He's a real cool dude. I imagine the podcast is really good. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But Apparently, it, so from what I hear, it's like the number one like tobacco. Cigar, tobacco and cigar podcast, which is you know very niche, but also pretty impressive. Very much so. Them. Yeah, they, like, they actually have people from like all over the world come to visit their store. Yeah, no, there have been people that come into our liquor store and they're like, yeah, no, we came down from Chicago to go to the country squire. Hmm. And we're like, wow. So now that we've talked about dolls and now that you've given up <laughs> enough information to be doxxed. <laughs> okay. Edits will no, be I'm happening. Just, I was just messing with you. Oh, God damn it. But okay. It's true. You don't mess with him. He's now. sick. I am. All right, so uh, I've got an article again from Mysterious Universe, written by Paul Seaburn. As always, UFO expert says seagulls and flies may be alien spies. This one goes out to our big boss man at the station, Mr. Clark Wayne, who firmly extols birds not being real. Yeah, but he says they're drones. He does. Yes, you read that headline correctly, although some think it may be time to retire the, quote, UFO expert description for this particular person after he admitted this belief that extraterrestrials may have infiltrated the minds and or bodies of seagulls, flies, and other creatures who spend a lot of time around humans in a worldwide attempt to spy on us and send data back to an intelligent species planning to attack and take over Earth. So... The general idea is that these uh, aliens have figured out a way to hack into and control living organisms, specifically seagulls and houseflies. And uh, let's see. Though, uh, let's see. Those include warnings that aliens are afraid of Russian president. This is the same guy that said uh, aliens are scared of Putin. And Independence Day actor turned Oscar ban uh, pugilist Will Smith. And uh, ETs like Queen Elizabeth II, and the most likely result of first contact between humans and aliens will be the demise of humans. Which that is, I completely buy that. Yeah, that's fair. So yeah, that is. Uh, oh, oh no, oh no. What? It's Nick Pope. Oh shit. It's Nick Pope, the, the, the guy from the UK that was in oh, charge no. of, like, the British UFO uh, thing for the government is the one saying that birds and bugs are being controlled by aliens. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Yep. Nope, that is. <sighs> we, we haven't done an episode on him, have we? No, we haven't. And I kind of, I'm scared to since he's still a going concern and like still spewing stuff like this, but I kind of feel like we owe it to ourselves to talk about him mm -hmm. 
Because, like, for a while, uh, you know, he he was, like, the go-to guy. Yeah. He, he's one of those I would put on a short list with uh, Georgios Tusakos. Um, uh, or Georgios Sakos. Or I, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last Sukalos. name. But the, you know, Sukalos, yeah. Um, and then the other one is I want to talk about Dr. Zai Hawass. Oh, fuck. Man, I cannot yeah. explain the rage that builds up every time someone brings him up. And, yeah, I, I think it'd be important to mention him, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, he's, there's supernatural things. There are mummies going on, so. You know what? We should do an arch nemesis episode <laughs> where we talk about, like, Zawas, uh, Nick Pope, and... We're just going, like, behind the bastard supernatural edition. Pretty much, yeah. We're just going to talk about, like, supernatural expert assholes. That would mm-hmm. be great. I like that idea. Uh, but yeah, so everybody be sure to keep an eye out for your seagulls and, uh, house flies and, uh, don't let them know what you're doing. You know, don't, don't let Around them... seagulls ever relax. Yes. Yeah. And, cause, cause they're going to steal your food and take it back to the NSA to DNA profile you. Exactly. And then you'll get COVID. Yes. Or That's, is it Corvid? Ooh, it's Corvid COVID. There you go. Is bird flu shit. I'm I, this somebody out there is making notes every time I fuck up like that and going, "Hey, he's on to something." <laughs> I bet you it's Ghost Forge. Just the whole time. You know. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, buddy. Uh so Mike, have you got something? Uh, I've been I've been slaving away looking at these articles and i can't really find any that jive i've got one i've got one okay we were just talking about you bad mouthing and besmirching birds Mm -hmm. so i want to talk to you about a hero bird a hero bird yes a hero bird okay let's talk about a hero bird then the title of the article is pet duck leads police to body of missing woman granddaughter charged with murder yeah i'm giving this guy duck of the week Yep, more duck like of the week. Duck of the year. Jeez. You solve a murder <laughs> case, you should deserve more than just a week. It's like Detective Duck from Gravity Falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, so, um, let's see. Angela Wamsley, 46, and Mark Allen Barnes, 50, were charged with first-degree murder Thursday in the death of Wamsley's n- grandmother, Nellie Sullivan. This was published on April 18th by Marlene L- Lenthing. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and read this one because it's a short little article. Um, a pet duck led police to crack the case of a missing North Carolina grandmother who vanished over two years ago. Holy crap. And led to murder charges against the victim's granddaughter and grandson-in-law, officials said. All right. So, uh, yeah, Wamsley Barnes charged first-degree murder on Thursday for the death of Nellie Sullivan. Um, officials say Sullivan would be 93 today if she were still alive. She disappeared sometime in 2020, according to the sheriff's office. We do not have a definitive date when she was killed, said Aaron Sarver, the Buncombe County Sheriff's spokesperson. However, police believe she has been dead for multiple years. Wamsley and Barnes had been under investigation in connection with Sullivan's death since December 2020, Sarver said. At first, they were arrested on a variety of charges from animal cruelty to drug possession, so they probably abused this poor duck. Holy shit. Yeah, I'd turn on him in a heartbeat, man. Yeah, but by December 2021, the Barnes had been charged with concealing a death, and Wamsley had received the same charge on January 7th, 2021. 
in the sheriff's office. Investigators searched for Sullivan without a trace. A breakthrough in the case came on April 14th when a pet duck dashed under a trailer in Chandler, which led its owners to discover a container holding Sullivan's body. Wow. So so the duck didn't really lead them so much as they were following a runaway duck and they found well, I mean, a container. That, no, Technically no, no, counts as being Friends, led. this is the duck version of Johnny Smith from the dead zone. This is the duck that. version of Johnny Smith from the dead zone. That's He's getting glimpses can, of the future. Okay. So it's a, it's a psychic duck. But so this isn't their duck. This is someone else's duck. This is someone else's duck. So I guess the, the couple. I say they hid the body under someone else's trailer. I, I think that. <clears throat> see, I'm wondering if maybe someone else bought the trailer because of the legal issues that these two mm. were having. Mm. They probably had to sell the trailer for bail or well, whatever the fuck it is. But you'd think that if it was their trailer at one point, the authorities would have searched it. So I'm thinking they went to another trailer in the park and That'd like, be shoved the body thing. under it. Yeah. The container of the body under and can it. Can I just say, like, and, and who's the owner of this duck again? Just some people. See, I was really hoping it was like the victim's duck. Yeah, that's what I was right. thinking, too. That would have been, like, adorable. That should be, yeah. like, a comic or a short story or a whole fucking series about a crime-solving duck. I don't give a fuck. They, they did that on Gravity Falls. Okay, fair enough. You don't give a fuck about the duck. <laughs> you don't fuck with the duck. You don't fuck with that duck. Uh, but, yeah, no, I'm just... Uh, you know, good for that duck. Yeah, you know. That, you know. Yeah, I, I'll demote that duck back down to duck of the week. Okay. It, it was. It seemed more coincidental. It was not a purposeful leading of investigators so much as a people chasing the duck and then found something they didn't bargain for. Well, well, I like to see the glasses half full, my friend. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying oh, also, that. I sent you guys a picture. <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> We're, we're in the, uh, the duck in the host chat. Ah, uh, murder, <laughs> Detective Duck. Yep. You know, it makes me think of Detective Chimp from DC Comics, mm-hmm. which yeah. I find much better than Hitman Monkey or Hit Monkey <laughs> or whatever. Hit Monkey. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, I sent you an article that I would like you to uh, actually. Here's the thing: it's not so much an article, but it's a, it's a tweet leading to a uh, video. Video. Yeah. But saying. Uh, Compelling footage of the Loch Ness Monster swimming under the surface of Loch Ness. Now, the thing is, I watched this video at work. Yeah. And um, it is certainly some footage of the Loch. Yeah, so the, yeah, I'm seeing the Loch. I, there's there. I am skipping ahead. Yeah. And uh, it's very glassy. Which is, it is, know. yeah, good because... You know, then ripples and stuff can show up. Yeah. Uh, I am continuing to see the lock. Yeah. Um, that mirror surface means you're not seeing anything underneath it without a polarized lens. Uh, that is certainly. So are they? Is it this four foreground thing that's probably <clears throat> a cloud or something in the sky? I. I guess, because, like, I'm just sitting here going, wow, that's Loch Ness, all right. Yeah, I I don't understand what what they're doing. Uh, Now, I do like that it's got 56,000 views and 12 likes. (laughs) I I think that's very amusing. So so 12 people thought they saw it. 13 likes. (laughs) Yeah. 
they 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 saw it and were asked enough to say, okay, yeah, I like that. Yeah, because I, I see what you, you. It looks like distortion, but it's probably not. It's just a reflection. <laughs> One of the first comments. Wow, I almost thought I saw something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and somebody I do- says, "Hey, you forget the effects." <laughs> <laughs> they they forgot to uh, start pulling on the rope that has the you know fake Loch Ness monster. Oh yeah, no, I mean. How bad is it that even today that the surgeon's photo is still the best evidence of the Loch Ness Monster that we've got? I'm just getting Jurassic Park vibes where Ian Malcolm is knocking on the glass. Uh, excuse me, there's there's going to be Loch Ness Monsters in this video. Yes? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then his <laughs> muffiny chest just breathing up and down. That was an awakening for many people, my friend. Yeah, look, I'm... Yeah. Yeah, no, it was. All right, so I've got one. Okay. <clears throat> Party goers claim to have encountered winged humanoid with glowing red eyes in Elk Grove, Illinois. David, do you know what that sounds like to me? Oiving. Oh, it's oiving. Mothman attorney at law. Oiving. So, uh. Or, or just someone stoned out of their mind. That's, I don't know, maybe. Really red so, eyes. Don't shit Need on my fun. <laughs> His don't article, do it. This I article, need it. Where is this from? Yeah, the Singular Fortean Society. Tobias and Emily Wayland wrote this on May 3rd, 2022. So, pretty breaking in the world of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Manuel Navarrete of UFO Clearinghouse. Wait a minute. <laughs> is that like, you know. Publishers? Do, do you win money from them? Man, I don't want UFOs, their... dirt cheap. You won 10 Two billion Zeta bucks. We got you discs. We got you cigars. We got you pyramids. We got you Christmas tree lights. You want to save your fruit? Put a pyramid on your fruit. So, received. Okay, they received the following report recently from a witness in Elk Grove, Illinois, who said that she, along with several relatives, saw a winged humanoid perched atop a nearby garage during a family birthday party last April 9th. At approximately 11 p.m., so already real good conditions for seeing a black object. Just wanted some cake, man. Yeah, yeah. Look, I he turned him off. Sure, if he was invited. Yeah, that's that's true. And Feeling with COVID, that's yeah. the thing. What if he's just sitting there going, "No one invited me." We were at my niece's birthday party, and I joined my family members outside for a drink and to smoke a cigarette. We were standing behind the garage when my cousin got everyone's attention and pointed toward the neighbor's garage. There on top of the garage, what looked like a really thin man, except he was hunched over and had extremely long arms, freakishly long arms, that he was propping himself up with. He just stood there, hunched over on his knuckles, looking at us with these bright red eyes that did not blink. He had a pair of large wings that seemed to come out of his back and was slowly moving. They looked like he was slowly moving them up and down while he stood there looking at us. Okay, Linda Belcher. Yeah, thank you. So, (laughs) uh, yeah, so basically it stared at him for a little while from 60 feet away and uh, just sort of jumped up and flew the fuck off. Maybe it's like a vampire. You have to invite him in. Yeah, I guess. Let the right moth in. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Neverett said he was able to interview the witnesses who initially reported the sighting. I made contact with the reporting witness who stated that she had joined her uncle and her cousins outside while they were sharing drinks and smoking, he said. Uh, smoking what? That's the question. And drinking. Mm. That's my... Pr- at, a par- at a children's party, meaning... Oh. They were several sheets to the wind, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah you, you've got to entertain yourself somehow. Yeah, at, at, at this point, the kids were away, and it became the adult party. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times people come into our store and say, give me a pint of Jack, I'm going to a kid's party? <laughs> I can believe it. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Because it's like, I go into a fucking kid's party, they're going to be screaming, I don't need to sense anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tell you what, though, Jack Daniels and birthday cake, that's a great combination. (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) I don't know. Um, I've had those dark moments. I'd prefer rum. Okay, apparently. uh, Okay, a lot of people are saying it's a brouhaha. A brouhaha? Well, that was a party, wasn't it? Yeah. There is, there is in uh, Mexico. Uh, yeah. There is lore about a flying witch, witch that can transform into an owl. Yes, well, which saying, you know, with the large eyes, yeah, that yeah. would make sense. Well, they're saying a bruja, but uh, let's not forget that this happened in Illinois during the current Mothman flap. Mm-hmm. There's actually a continuing so- series of sightings of the Mothman at O'Hare right now. So, uh, could be related. You know what? I'm just going to put this out there. Mothman, if you're listening, we want to talk to you. We do. We just want to talk, man. We think you're cool. Uh, we know you're just trying to warn us about the bridge. It's fine. We'll get you some sugar water. You know, you'll, not, you'll have, yeah. you know, we'll feed you. Uh, or, you know, a, a old sweater you can chew through, you know, whatever. So, uh, it's yeah. Gonna, you're going gonna to look silly when it turns out he's not even a moth. Maybe he's actually like a, the butterfly man or, you know, who knows? Yeah. Cause the thing they described didn't sound like a moth man. Well, it sounded more like, I don't know. It's that man. It do- okay. It sounds like the moth man. I mean, I'm looking at the sketch right here and I mean, it looks like a sketch, like a poorly done sketch by one of the drunk adults. Oh yeah. No moth man. Cause it, I love how they put like some kind of weird, like pointy nose on it. Mm-hmm. And like a little smile underneath, mm-hmm. which leads me to believe they saw it and it actually was friendly and was like, oh, "I would like some cake." <laughs> I don't know why he has that voice, but you know, I, I like some cake if you can spare some. Do you have any cake. milkweed? It's <laughs> a nice shirt you're wearing. Be a shame if holes got in it. <laughs> Mothman's recently been on a British trip, so he comes back talking like a British person yeah no it's like uh julian anderson yeah he used to Spent be a some time in barcelona <laughs> barcelona yeah. barcelona barcelona there you go barcelona <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay so that's uh i just like the idea of mothman being a world weary traveler you know, I, I'm just happy to get, like, Mothman updates. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've been asking for, like, UFO updates. Mm-hmm. But, like, just our friend Mothman. Yeah. You know? The very our, fir- our first friend. Yeah. 
What what kids party lasts till eleven p.m.? The kind where the well, kids go to bed and the parents are yeah. trying to cope. The, the parents are probably getting ready for a key party. Oh. Speaking of, I may be recording one Sunday. Not not an actual key party, but an episode of our uh, my other podcast. <laughs> yeah, key you should party. have specified that. I just did. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Now, also, if you uh, head to singularfortian.com, they actually have a link to a timeline of the Chicago Mothman sightings. So, if you're looking so, for more information on that, they got it. Oh, we missed an Easter news update. Did we? Yes, yes. Uh, Illinois woman reports childhood sighting of six-foot-tall bipedal rabbit on Easter, published on May 5th. Is it the bunny man? I don't know. I just I just saw this head, and I'm like, God damn it, why wasn't this on when we were doing our Easter episode? Shit, I know. We could have put that in the episode. I, I'm just going to scan it real quick and just see if there's anything worth mentioning. Okay, well, while you're doing that, Mike, have you got any others? Um, so it is 11 p.m., 50 to 60 foot away, but... They all had a good view of the thing. I don't know that that's how that works. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, there are other sightings of the Mothman that have happened where I'm like, ooh, that's cool. But, like, this is definitely a, uh, I don't know, like, may- maybe it's uh, some yard reflectors? Could be. It could have been a bird. Yeah. I mean, it, it, that's the thing. They always say it's a heron. It's either a or or like and every, Piper Crane, fucking Piper Cranes, yeah, or owls. Always fucking owls. Every well, paranormal thing is an owl. Well, owls. Well, the are owls are not what they seem. Oh god, damn it! <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, it could be an owl. I could see that being an owl. Yeah, no, I agree on this a one. Closer in owl principle. than they think. I agree in principle Maybe if on this. A, a light shining at it so its eyes reflected. Sure, but like on this one, I agree. Yeah. But not all of them. Okay, so all- I think I want to read a little bit of this Easter thing. Okay, and before you do, I just want to say yeah. that uh, I think that just means their garage is about to collapse. <laughs> I mean, technically... Give give them oh, all dead children on a birthday party. No, no. Dead children. <laughs> okay, so about this about this Easter thing. Uh, okay, so this is a Easter story published on Cinco de Mayo. Oh god so. damn it. <laughs> By the way, we're recording on Cinco de Mayo, so happy fifth of mayonnaise, everyone. Mm-hmm. May the may the fifth be with you. Or no, I'm sorry. Revenge of the uh, fifth. Revenge of the fifth. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I fucked that one. May up. the fifth no, be with you, man, and a- also with you, and also with you if you're Catholic. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm just gonna read this because this is funny. Um. So the the singular forty in society was contacted recently by Sharon, an Illinois woman, who said that when she was eight or nine years old, she awoke early on Easter morning to see a six foot tall white bipedal rabbit wearing a black vest and vo- embroidered with multicolored glass beads hopping through her backyard. What, Sharon what, told, <laughs> did, "Did she chase it into a stump where she went into Wonderland?" Oh well, we're gonna read about her encounter here. Oh boy! Um, so she had sent this email on January tenth, twenty twenty two. Um, so she wrote to the investigator, here's what happened. 
It was just after sunup Easter morning, 1961 or 1962, a little north of Northwestern University uh, in Illinois. I was eight or nine years old and knew that there were two Easter bunnies called Mom and Dad. I never, I had never liked mornings, but I woke up that morning just as it started to get light and decided to check out the Easter basket for my little sister and me. They were on the coffee. T- uh, they were at the coffee table at the den. I sat on the couch and began inspecting the baskets. When I saw something unusual in our backyard. I could hardly miss it because it was direct line of sight with the baskets, and it was big. It was a six-foot-tall, white, bipedal rabbit wearing a black vest embroidered with little glass beads of all colors, or so it seemed. He, uh, it was about 15 feet away from the house, facing away from it, so I saw it in profile. It was standing next to our seven-foot-tall blue spruce tree about 25 to 30 feet away from me for maybe half a minute, long enough for me to get a good look at it. It never looked in my direction. It took a short step before it hopped like a kangaroo, but with shorter hops, and each hop was double the speed of the last. And the rabbit quickly became white and black, the vest blur, um, and vanished before it would have hit the back fence. After that, I poked my head into my mom and dad's bedroom, not to see if one of them had put on a show, because I already knew that it was not a person in a rabbit costume. But if they were awake, I wanted to tell them what I saw. They were sound asleep, and so was my sister, so I went back and uh, and woke up at the normal time. I never uttered a sound from the time I first woke up until the second time. Even our little Airedale Terrier slept through it. Everyone's first priority was the Easter basket opening ceremony, and that's when I told my whole family what I saw, who loved it, especially my sister, who was three or four years old. I've never been shy about telling folks what I saw Easter morning from the start until this day. I'm not the Lone Ranger. I've heard other encounters with giant bunnies, be it Easter or not. That's a that's, a, not, that's a hell of a statement to make. I'm not the Lone Ranger. Right. It is my only anomalous experience other than an NDE around age five until decades later. So she hasn't uh, seen anything since that encounter, uh, but she was reminded of it while watching television. Okay, can I? First off, uh, I'm willing to wager the rabbit standing by the tree looked over, and goes, "Shh, hey Doc, I'm not a serial killer." Uh, yeah, I just, yeah, this is it's cute. It's cute. I, also, here's the thing: the fact that she quote went back to bed and woke up later at the normal time inclines that the first waking up did not actually happen. Especially since this was the 60s, and now you're talking about it. Also, here's another theory, though. Mm -hmm. Mike, I want to get your opinion on this theory. So, she goes in Mm -hmm. and is looking at the baskets, right? Mm -hmm. She starts eating chocolate, right? Mm -hmm. Laced with acid. Um, I mean, the time was right. Yeah. Mommy, Daddy, I love this chocolate. I love. What are these little squares of paper? <laughs> I, I do have a little more. This oh. is gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna shake things up for us a little bit. Uh. Okay. All right. Researcher Stephen Wagner posted a list of over a dozen such sightings that he had compiled to the website Live About, updated most recently in 2019. The witnesses in these encounters are, unsurprisingly, almost exclusively children, with the lone outlier being a sighting of what was, in all likelihood, a perfectly normal human being. The sighting reports are either partially or entirely anonymous and generally describe up-close encounters with Santa Claus while inside of the witness's home. So far, the singular 40th society is aware 
the report submitted by Pierce very well could be the first such sighting given completely on the record. Multiple competing hypotheses ex exist to explain these holiday-themed encounters, with the most skeptical including dreams, hallucinations, misidentifications, and outright hoaxes, while more paranormal explanations include Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, and other such entities as living thought forms, along with the possibility that these images Agrivores. are being used as a disguise Yep, for otherwise projected by another unrelated paranormal entity or phenomenon. So I'm just picturing a fucking gray wearing a bunny suit like this is our chance. What the f- Hey, Google. Stop. <laughs> what was it telling you about? I That's a good question. Don't know. But hey, man, there's been over a dozen such sightings. Okay. So let's let's, I'm let's gonna be go. a little more open to okay. the possibility here. Then I'm going to go with my typical response of this was a ultra-terrestrial mm -hmm. poking in from the superstructure. I mean, makes sense to me. A bit of undigested cheese. <laughs> <laughs> a lump of gravy. There. No, I'm There's sorry, a lump of cheese. There's more of gravy than a grave about you. Yes. yes. I totally understand that. But yeah, no, I think um, if you want to go with a paranormal explanation, yeah, this was a, uh, a screen memory of somebody seeing something. You know what? Maybe she got abducted by aliens. Maybe this is her first abduction, and that was the uh, screen memory they put in. Yeah, and it, w it would take easily because it was on the holiday because she was looking forward to Easter. Exactly. So she was more... You know, I, I also want to think that maybe there is a six-foot-tall anthropomorphic rabbit as a cryptid that's running around, and she saw it. Yeah, what's up, Doc? Yeah, that's the world that. I want to live in. But really, really, you don't want to know what it was? Serial killer? No, it was it was Jesus as the Easter bunny. Oh, that again, <laughs> right? He was looking for Santa. No, no, he, yeah, you're right, he was. I was about to correct you, but I was like, no, you're right. He was. Hey, little girl, have you seen Santa Claus? I'm going to stick him with a shiv. He's that bitter that Santa still gets the top billing. Man, can you imagine the horror of seeing like Santa come down the chimney and then just like a rabbit jumps out, stabs him in the gut with a sh with like a sharpened tooth, uh, <laughs> sharpened toothbrush. Pulls you know, you got to make that off. a short it's, film. It's Jesus, and he's just like, Shh, or you're going to hell. Just, just you know, Santa is like bleeding out, and then Jesus is just kind of like stroking his face, just like shh, shh. No struggle, <laughs> only dreams now. <laughs> so <laughs> that that was that was shockingly fun, actually. Uh, Mike, have you got another one? So, because I'm saving my last one. What was it? There was something. I mean, I wasn't too into it. So there, so there's this thing you posted about with the pictures of the the pterosaurs. Yeah, can't really do much of that, you know, on a podcast. Well, you can, but we're not that good yet. Well, I mean, it's just like pioneer and Civil War people with Photoshop pterosaurs in there. Or you know, model terrors or something. It could also be like uh, Civil War enthusiasts. Well, yeah. But anyway, but how about I think I accidentally summoned my own OC Donut Steel. Uh, 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 is this Sanic? 
No. Can we talk about this? Let's go into this. I like this. So, this is from Dusty, by the way. Dusty Pages, who's yes. eventually going to be on the podcast helping me with an episode. So, anyway. So, okay. How do I explain this? I am 24 years old. Female in English is not my first language. I'll start with something stupid to mention here, but I will because it is necessary. I write fanfic. Oh, boy. But that's not why I'm here. But, but read it I, anyway. But because I believe I invoked unintentionally one of my characters, and that's not good because he's kind of not a human. Question mark, period? Yeah. Well, it started on Friday. I went to a park near my house, and while walking, I found a silver box, 20 style, to put cigarettes in. So a cigarette case. A okay. silver cigarette yeah. case. We've, we've got a co-worker with yeah. one of those. On, on the front was written with a knife, V. E, the initials VE, and I thought that was cool, so I kept this box and brought it home. I thought everything was fine, but then the weirdest things started happening. I have a character who's basically a demon with the appearance of a human, and his name also starts with the initials VE. So, so you'd find that box, but it wouldn't occur to you till later, because it says, however, I only remembered while I was writing the fanfic, and I had to mention the name, but that's when I felt a terrible chill and remembered the cigarette box. Um, Dave, Dave sure. you got any thoughts yet? No, not yet. I'm just enjoying the ride. <laughs> Quote, but that's not scary. It's just a coincidence, right? No, I attend a church. We usually believe in the materialization of things, and I have a strong history of materialization. EX, I think of a chocolate cake in the morning, and in the afternoon, someone buys me a cake without me having said anything about it. Uh, it has happened several times, enough that I'm sure that picking up this silver box in the park can get me in trouble. Okay, can we just get her to get us cake? <laughs> I mean, if you have that kind of trouble, I mean, if you have that kind of, like, things happening, can't you, like, think a little bit bigger, love? I, yeah, but I'm just gonna go with, uh... Cake. I mean, dream a little bigger. Cake. Bigger cakes. Oh, the biggest cake. I have no one to talk to about it because I have no friends. <laughs> and no one in my family should know that maybe we could be haunted by a character I created in my head. I know I sound Shit. crazy, but I don't gain anything by creating a story like this. And all I want is advice on how I resolve this. Yeah, you get nothing but attention. You got on the podcast. Way to go. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. She summoned fame. Oh, yeah. Maybe she was thinking she was in the uh, in the cafe. I love the, thinking, I love the TLDR. Yeah, I accidentally summoned some, something from my head. I do that, too, when I'm ill, usually. Like, lots of snot. Mm-hmm. Summon snot. Dead. <laughs> Edit to add, I'm not part of a Christian church. It is a Celtic belief that we have followed in our family for at least three generations. And although there are some Christians in my family, we do not stop believing in the belief of materialization. Okay, that's an interesting wrinkle to all that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so she says she attends a church. but A Celtic church. But here it kind of seems... I think what she means is she's going to a universal Unitarian church, mm. is what I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, of course, also uh, English in our first language. We don't know where she's from. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. I was going to, well, user 
one two four JKM. Yeah, man, get, come up with a name. Well, you know, when you're doing a throwaway account to beef up your fanfic cred. Sure. Well, I love the first comment under all this. Is reminds. Oh, sorry. There's more, isn't there? There's one more paragraph. Another thing I have not mentioned before is also that since I found the box, I have been having nightmares and commenting on this with my sister. She told me that she has seen shadow person like on Sunday, but the nightmares I had not assimilated with the box before. That's all one sentence? Yes. I thought so. I don't want to read this person's fanfic. I don't either. Very good. No. No. I have the photo, but I don't know if I can put it in the post now that it has already been posted. Okay. That, um, all right. And I don't know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> reminds me of the story. The first comment reminds me of the story of the creators and writers of the DC character, John Constantine, seeing him in real life. Wait, what? Yeah, that's mm. what I'm following up. Um, who created John Constantine? Was it the uh, guy that would have been Alan Moore? Is oh, yeah, Alan Moore rest- came out with John Constantine during the uh, his run on Swamp Thing, right? And uh, Alan Moore's the uh, Rasputin impersonator, correct? Yeah, Alan okay. Moore is technically a wizard. Yeah, I mean yeah. He, he is he is he does practice magic. So. Yeah, no, him and uh, oh, good lord, what's the guy that did? Uh, the Invisibles. Um, was that Morrison? Grant Morrison, yes. Yeah, man, there are a lot of chaos magicians in comics. Well, it's all the people who wrote for 2000 AD over in the UK. Uh, it's true. Yeah, because uh, and I, I have a theory about that because of the repeal of the witchcraft law in the UK in the 1950s. I mean, yeah, a lot more people started getting into occult stuff, and you get mm-hmm. all these cult nerds writing comic books. So. Yeah, this is uh this is kind of well, sad. Here, well, here's someone giving the real helpful advice. All these people just, you know, guessing what's going on. This person has real concrete steps to take. Get an empty coffee can, fill it with salt, shove the box into the coffee can, duct tape it completely sealed, like wrap it up like a mummy in duct tape. Take the can to a public dumpster and get rid of it. Don't bury it. What do you think's going to happen when the dumpster gets emptied? Uh right? Yeah. Put it in the Maybe trash. they think it's going to go into a big incinerator or uh, something. Put it in a trash bag with super gross stuff so no one is tempted to loom loom through the bag and open the canister. Loom? Loom, yeah. Just standing there being menacing. Loom through the bag, though. Uh-huh, yep. Well, you got to climb in and then loom your way out of it. You basically have to scare the bag off of you. Yes. See, I have I have issues taking out the trash because sometimes like a little bit of the garbage juice gets out and I'm just like, uh, 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 the entire time i'm walking that out so that would stop me you know i wouldn't touch the ancient artifact of evil if you know it was surrounded by garbage yeah not gonna lie man after uh after cleanup human poop garbage kind of the voodoo's gone off of it for me (laughs) you've seen the depths of humanity i have i've seen a lot of the depths of humanity Uh, yes they're in brazil Ooh, wait Celtic religion in Brazil? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Is that? I mean, like, you the know. What the fuck is going on with this? What? I don't know. But What they the have hell a, goes on in Brazil? They have like a shitload of posts in Brazil, and this looks like Brazilian uh, Portuguese. Wow. That's interesting. 
So um, there's a bunch of fucking druids living in Brazil right now? What's going I on? I don't know. Uh, I know several other people that moved to South America at one point, so who knows? You're just following orders. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, Viva, yeah, I'm I'm gonna shut up. That's that's fun. I like that one. That's such a weird one. It is a I, weird I one. Like, it, and here's the okay. Uh, do you have a thought on this? If you do, contact us via our Twitter at SuperNatPod or via the forum on SuperNatPod.rocks. We would love to hear your thoughts on that one. Mm-hmm. So, not to really like dig too much into this person, but I decided to see what else they post. You know, posted on Reddit, and one of them, some you know, what the topic is about isn't you know too important, but they also say, uh, so where is it? I've lost what it was exactly. Oh, I don't like my religion, but I'm forced to follow it because my parents don't let me leave the house. Ooh, this is some mental illness coming up, I think. I follow a religion that taught me to be afraid to show my arms. Fuck. And after so much time, I simply refuse to stop wearing a sleeveless blouse. What the hell? Hmm. I feel they, like we need to stage an intervention. Or or they're using religion for a lot of excuses. Because it seems like the either the weirdest cult ever or... I don't know, man. We, I've heard about a lot of cults, but I don't know. In Brazil, that is really I mean, weird. So we, so we got a Celtic-based re- religion that believes in materialization, can't, uh, can't show bear arms. What about the arms of bears? And uh, forced to follow. That's fucked up, man. I wasn't aware the NRA had that power that you know they can't you know bear <laughs> arms in Damn Brazil. It. That's terrible. I love it. Yeah. All right. Well, I've got uh, a segment I'd like to do. This isn't. Do you, first off, David, do you have another uh, news story? I, I do have something about living in a haunted uh, homeless shelter, but we can always save that for another time if you want. Yeah, let's let's do that. Uh, I'm going because we've got a few segments to go here. Uh, mm-hmm. The first thing we're going to do uh, before we go into year two is uh, the horrible sounds of space. Mm. Mm. Now, over the years, we have picked up. Uh, let's see. All right, they are not giving the information, but uh, there is a uh, 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 X-ray probe that NASA has that has been recording the sounds of different uh, terrestrial bodies. Like, I guess it's the electromagnetic sound of different Mm -hmm. celestial bodies. And uh, first, I would like to play the nightmare sound of Phobos, one of Mars's two moons. Does anybody remember what the other moon's name is? I don't remember. I haven't played Doom Ayo. lately. Io. I believe it's Io. No, Io. I-O? No, Io's one of the ones of Saturn, I think. Is it? I'm yeah. not a cosmologist, so Me I neither. Know. Are you a cosmetologist, though? Um, no, probably not. Have you seen me? Uh, yes. Oh, it's uh, Phobos and Deimos. Deimos. That's the other one. Well, this is the sound of Phobos. It's shockingly unpleasant. But just wait. Now we're in some mad scientist's lab. 
Sounds like someone's getting beamed aboard. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is like electromagnetic radiation. Because it sounds like, you know, early sci-fi effects, which are basically just, you know, FM modulations. Oh, yeah, no, but it is a horrible sound who put the who put the theremin through the garbage disposal i gotta know <laughs> no 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 they uh dang it i got it i, I, I want to adjust the sound on that one though yeah <laughs> yeah that was uh that was insane now what i've got next is the sound of a black here it is the chandra x-ray observatory mm-hmm. observatory data Sonified. This is the sound. Oh, so they're so they're just taking waveforms and and uh, basically cor- correlating them to sounds instead of you know yeah. whatever the waveform normally is like. Yeah. Well, the other the first one I found was Phobos, and there was like no yeah. information on it. But this one actually has description. So this is uh, Chandra X-ray Observatory observations of the. Perseus Galaxy Cluster's black hole in M86's jet. All right. Mm-hmm. It's like the soundtrack to Twin Peaks. It's also panning left and right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if y'all can pick that up, but it's panning left and right. It sounds like hell. Mm-hmm. It no. sounds like Satan. No, it doesn't like sound gargling. Doesn't me. sound nearly as much of like hell as that Russian boar thing. Okay, did. true, but it it's haunting. No, yeah. a little bit. It's it's rather chilling in a way. So that of course is a black hole which as we all know is uh the remains of a dead star which has collapsed into itself mm-hmm. you know it actually sounds like some of the the sound effects from disney's a black hole it kind of does now i thought as a good contrast i have the sounds of the sun okay all right actually hearing the oh vibe. god damn it anyway the sun hums yeah it, it's so, very comforting it, it, it sounds kind of like you know bad office lighting it kind of damn it you're right yeah shit yeah. we are in like a cohabitation workspace so so kevin mm-hmm. all this you know talk of what planets sound like you didn't mention what uranus sounds like i can tell you what it sounds like it sounds like we're adults. And that's why and we're so popular as yes. podcast. Yes, we're adults and professionals. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's my last uh, bit of well, thing there. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. We should really probe Uranus. I'm and gonna top U.S. science advisors say we should probe Uranus. We talked about that. Remember? I know. That, yeah. That's going to make a great pickup line. You got to start using that. Uh, you want to probe my anus? Uh, wait. Well, no, no, that's not how the line that's works. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm terrible. It's a good thing I'm in a Sci- relationship. You know, scientists are suggesting that we probe your anus. Uh, oh, boy. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> uh, God, I, I feel terrible. Let's move on, shall we? David, you've got your own YouTube thing with your yeah. new segment. 
Okay. How do we feel about Alex Chu? I feel like we covered him so much. Uh, I don't know how I feel. I feel like mad at him, but also like really sympathetic toward him. Mm. Yeah, there, uh, there's some I, stuff going on here. I think, I think I could succinctly sum up how I feel about Alex Chu. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it's fair. Oh man. Well, I'm I'm introducing a new segment here. Welcome to ChewTube. <laughs> I knew it was coming and it still got me. Yep, so we're talking about Alex Chu's latest video. This one posted twelve hours ago. Prophetic Dream. Silver will drop to thirteen dollars and fifty three cents in twenty twenty two. So Alex uh, basically is talking about like how he has his little prophetic dreams. Uh, we've mm-hmm. seen how successful those have been. Yes. Um, he starts the episode off talking about how he's 51 years old and how he looks great. And he's been the same weight he's always been. He, he lifts up his shirt, shows his belly. He's like, you know, I'm, I'm looking good. I'm looking good. Um, he's also sniffing a lot, which um, I don't know. He might be uh, using a little bit too much uh, decongestant, if you know what I mean. Uh, California decongestant. What if it's spoo trees? Yeah, it could be. But yeah, he's been um, he, he's looking older. You know, he his is. website's talking about, like, how he looks so young, and no, he's, uh... Yeah, we talked about that. He's definitely not maintaining. Yeah, so I'll make sure that we have the video linked in the show notes. Uh, I am not subscribed to his channel because I don't want to monetize him in any way. You know what's good, but, though? Uh, we, don't have, want, yeah. we have a Supernatural Selection YouTube channel that can subscribe to him. There we go. Yeah, because we gotta we gotta keep track of this say, stuff week to week. You don't but, want the algorithm to think that's your bag. Man. Oh no, we're already yeah. subscribed to crazy crap on the Supernatural well, I mean, Selection yeah. channel, so we're good. We can we can do that. Yeah, but you know he he talks about his kind of like um, process by which he obtains his visions, usually through sleeping. Um, like he says, like as he falls asleep or as he wakes up, he has these. Which is just part of, like, the normal sleep cycle. Like, you, your dream is usually most intense right before you wake up. Right. So, yeah. So, it's just, it's him being Alex Chu, saying that Silver's going to drop to about $13.53. He spends, like, four minutes on it, and then he's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> That's so. it. Just, I'm done. Yep. That's sad as hell, man. Yeah, so unfortunately, like, for today's video, it's not the greatest, but it has all the hallmarks of his typical videos. Him lifting up his shirt, him talking about the immortality rings, um, talking him about with that his, his dreams. Yeah, yeah, with, with the... I don't know what the flag is supposed to represent. Is that, like, the Alex Chu Super I Ching flag? I don't I, know. It looks like a candelabra with a diamond on it. Except the one of the diamonds has like this weird tail on it. Yeah, like it's got its dick hanging out. I don't know. And then there's, I is that a hat behind him? Uh, that looks like a what Chinese military helmet from the 19th century. Just uh, yeah. Um, we're we're gonna be exploring this guy over the. F- coming weeks like through the youtube videos mm-hmm. uh, i i do want to do alex chew too i haven't come up with the uh, subtitle um, like maybe i chew chew choose you or something like that but 
But I, I do want to talk about some of his other tech, and I, I there's there's so Chew much two, going I on here, and you. it is fascinating to me. Yeah, Chew two, I choose you. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, I, and he's I got a chew. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, and I haven't even gotten to the incest yet. So oh, we, God, we've always know, we got, got that locked and loaded in the pipe for oh, us. Oh yeah, no, we got that just in case we run out of material. So, well, that being said, uh. David, I think X needs to give it to us. Yeah, I got something for us today. Okay. So, um, picture, if you will, a gray. In fact, I'm going to go ahead and show you the exact picture. I okay. Post in the host chat. I'm willing host to chat. wager I've seen this picture before. No, I've right. never uh, seen this picture before. What the fuck? That's right. that's, that's like a like early internet. It looks like gray. he's doing a diss track at us. Right, right. He looks like he's about to drop some lines on us. It's like yeah. a bonsai buddy, Gray. Motherfucker spitting flames. So I, I, I want this picture in the show notes, and I want to extend this to the people in our Discord to answer the following response. Okay. Okay. This alien knocks on your door and enters. He says in an ethereal, ultra-demonic voice, Hey, wouldn't you mind giving me your potato chips? What do? <laughs> What do? <laughs> what do? What do? Like, this alien comes up to you. He knocks on your door and then enters anyway. And then just, he asks just, in a very ethereal, demonic voice, wouldn't you mind giving me your potato chips? Wouldn't I mind? Yes, I would mind. You shit. Come on, Mike. Verbalize. That was it. That was all the verbalization I had. <laughs> I'm not giving him my chips. Well, okay, so why aren't you giving the alien your chips? Well, he looks like he's about to drop a, a diss track on me. He, he came in without waiting for me to come to the door. Yeah, if he, if he and had he's like, like, wouldn't you mind giving me your chips? That's been, correct. Yeah, I polite, would mind. Polite, you know, knock on the door. You open the door. He's like, hello, sir. May I come in your residence? XCOM-looking motherfucker. And, and, well, he's a gray, so Kevin, of course, would invite him in. Uh, no. And, no, because he, he... No, because he came in without the invitation. Well, no, I'm saying... if he, I'm, I'm putting out a scenario here. Okay. If he had been more polite. Okay. If he has knocked on the door and waited for the answer, okay. and you open the door, and he says, Hello, good evening, sir. May I come in? And you let him in, and he says, I ah, see so you have potato chips. May I please have some of your potato chips? Yeah, no, well, it's yeah, completely you, different. You, you share your potato chips with the, the extraterrestrial visitor. Here's the other thing. If he looked like a normal gray, yes, but this... He come, he come he, busting in, <laughs> demanding your chips. <laughs> Mike, you know what vibes I'm getting off this guy? Hmm. Fred Durst. Yeah, if Fred Durst were a gray... Eat yeah. probe and probe 90s. and probe and probe and what? Yeah, he has, exactly. He has way too many like wrinkles and lines. You seen Fred Durst lately? Well, yeah. I mean, not for that. I mean, for a gray, not for yeah. a, a Fred Durst. Yeah, I'm assuming Fred Dur Fred Durst is just like nothing but wrinkles at this point. Yeah, but this this I don't like him. He's got like uh, teeth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's got teeth. He's got a nose. Uh, and he looks like he's flexing. And I don't mean like well, he's, he's, hitting a vape flexing. I mean like he he's showing the gun show. He doesn't have 
shoulders, like his arms are like coming out the front of his body. Well, that's what I mean. Size. He's like doing that thing where he's like, Ugh. no, it, it doesn't look like his shoulders are pushed forward. It looks like the, his arms just come out the front of his body. But can we still agree like that he dog. looks like an asshole? Oh yeah, no, he's a jerk yeah. alien. Yeah. Okay, David. How about you? Um, you know, I'd give him the chips. What? In intergalactic <laughs> relations, you know. No. Fuck that. No, he. If you just give him the chips now, he'll start barging in every any day of the week and demanding more and more shit. I guarantee well, if you. The give a gray rules. a chip. He's gonna ask for a soda. <laughs> it, this exactly. Is, this is like give a mouse a cookie. I see. Yep. Here's the thing. You give him the chips, David. You know what's gonna happen. By the end of the week, he's at your school dumping your books, giving you a wedgie, pulling up in his space. Do my homework, earthworm. Yeah, no, he's pulling up in his space convertible, and he's like, you better have my homework done by Monday, nerd neck. I'm sorry, Melmar. <laughs> he, you know, he, this just, is Melmar, <laughs> by the way. That is that is a Melmar face. He just, you know, asks which, which you know, school person you're romantically interested in and the next thing you know there he's dating them he's just oh, finger banging this alien's gonna cuck me oh yeah yeah no totally you're gonna walk in he's finger banging her or him or them yeah. them yeah there, there are or various orify that can be banged <laughs> with a gray finger <laughs> yeah and yep. multiple at once uh, yeah nope two hands i'm glad i went with this one because i had some other ones that were like somewhat like <laughs> Important questions, I think, philosophically. No, this is the most but, important question. But the fact what that do, the alien came in demanding a chip like that just yeah. really set you off, Kevin. Yeah, no, seriously. But, well, it's the face. It's like, give me your chips, fool. I mean, like, this is this is the kind of guy you throw out at a party. Like, you come downstairs to get something to eat. Your little brother's throwing a party. And, like, this motherfucker comes up and it's like, where's the milk? And he's got, he like, like, the last of your cereal. He looks like he's the type of guy to come in your store. Hey, where's the Natty Light? Yeah, and we can't sell it. That's <laughs> the worst part. Or he's one of those motherfuckers comes in and goes, where's your quality house bourbon? <laughs> it just sets off your customer Kevin, service alarm. Fuck you, Melmar. Did, did you say he would be in your house asking where the milk be up in this piece? <laughs> yeah. Where the milk be up in his piece, son? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, one of those kids. Oh my god! Yeah, I, no. I, I got a couple responses from the thread. I can read if you want. Yeah, mm -hmm. I also just want to say the only thing missing off this gray though is like a little soul patch. <laughs> we need to put a we need to put a hat on him. Maybe oh so put, yeah, like backwards. a little hat with like the pattern. You know what I'm talking about? With like the, you know he's got it to the side. I guess yeah, he's got like yeah. a yeah yeah gonna, maybe some gold chain. I was going to say he's missing the sunglasses, but his eyes are already black, so yeah, no, he just already looks like he's wearing sunglasses. This you is know what he's fucking missing is a jewel. Ooh. Like one of the jewel vapes. Yeah, a little mouth fedora. Oh, man. Wow. Fuck you, Melmar. I may have to Photoshop this later. Okay. <laughs> okay um, so what are the responses from X? Okay, so here's one response. Okay. I respond with, your problem isn't that you lack potato chips, but that you have created a reality of lack for yourselves as well as us. So reap what you sow. Bite a chip right in front of his face, spin 180, and moonwalk out. What the fuck? That's... <laughs> I, I mean, like, okay, style points for the moonwalk, but uh, 
Like, that's one of those, and then everybody in the McDonald's started clapping. Mm-hmm. Kind of things where no, no, they didn't. The very, the very next photo is a stock photo of a gun being locked, and then come and get them. <laughs> <laughs> the southern response. Um. Okay, I. Oh, this is a fun one. <laughs> I would do a big grin. I wouldn't say anything or get startled. I would simply smile at him and then t- try to caress his hands. <laughs> Yeah, look, ninety percent of the people, if an alien gray just walks in their house, they're shitting themselves. You know, I have a feeling I mean, like you, me, Mike, and David are like the three people on the planet right now that could cope with an alien coming in no, and asking for chips. No, I would shit myself so hard, like because you have to realize what a worldview. Oh yeah, like, no, fuck that. That's like a me. paradigm shift for you. Me, it's like yeah, I was right. Unfortunately, they're assholes. Then if you shit yourself, Melmar would just make fun of you for it. Oh, dude. Well, yeah. Hey, it's he, you sit, you shit yourself? Yeah, he'd Something just like be that. sitting there going, what's up, shit pants? <laughs> and that's the best insult he could come up with is shit pants. Uh, okay, another great reply. The guy flew across the freaking galaxy for a snack run. I give him the damned potato chips. I, that is fair, but... Oh, wait, maybe he's pissed off because of low blood sugar. But still, fuck him, man. He should have planned no, better. A, yeah, give him a Snickers. He, he could have stopped at the freaking Safeway. Yeah, no kidding, man. Or he could have stopped at the fucking Mi'kmaq's Industrial Celestial Mart. I don't know. Well, maybe he just wanted Earth potato chips. Yeah, we do have some bitching potato chips. He didn't say what Can- kind of chips either, did he? Yeah. yeah we don't no, know if they were like potato chip. plain... Sour cream and onion. You know what? I bet that, that, that look really at, those weird like Mike, Canadian ketchup chips. Mike, I want you to look at him. Look at that face. I'm gonna say one thing, and you're gonna agree with me. Hmm. Cool Ranch Doritos. <laughs> I like Cool Ranch Doritos. I do too. But look at that asshole. Yes, yeah, so that's all he eats. Yeah, but those aren't potato chips. Uh, yeah. Well, still. Oh, this is a nice reply. Okay. Ask him if he wants me to cook him some Fritos with his steak, too. I like to entertain my guests, expect it or not. This is turning into that uh, thing where the the aliens showed up and froze time and the woman started cooking him steak. <laughs> that remember? might be what that post is referencing. The Van Dreesen affair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just cook the, cook the alien steaks while your family are frozen in terror. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Do you want? Oh, do you want some steak? Yeah. Oh, okay. One more reply. Yeah. Use it as a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Yeah, you like that fucker? Uh, <laughs> there were a lot of posts talking about sticking their dicks in his mouth. You so. know, I, uh, not with the teeth. Oh. I just hope that they're at least anatomically similar enough to us that their buttholes don't have teeth. Why, why are you so concerned whether or not the alien has teeth in its butthole? Because what are you if, planning to do with the butthole? Cause, if cause I'm going to use it anus. as a flashlight. Well, they're just talking about the mouth. Yeah. There, there was nothing about anal insertion. It was clearly implied to be its mouth. Well, Kevin, if it's Kevin flesh- over here 
sodomizing aliens. I'm just saying, if I'm going to use an alien as a flashlight, I'm going to see the look of terror on its face. He's getting revenge for all those anal probes. You don't know me. Jesus Christ. You don't know me. You don't know what happened to me. You remember those dreams I told you about, Mike, where I'd go in the kitchen and like I'd see like there'd be that flash of memory of a gray curled up in the corner of the kitchen screaming in terror at me? Because you violated the aliens. Yeah, yeah. They, they came to probe. But they got reversaled. The probers became the probed. I'm not saying I'm a superhero. I'm just saying I may have... Uh, Clap done, some alien cheek. I'm just saying I may have done some butt stuff with aliens. I don't know. Could be dreams. You got into Melmars, Melmars? <laughs> I got into Melmars, Melmarmellows. Oh, God. Okay, well, that's the end of that one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for this week. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, this show, once again, it, David, who's this show brought to us by? Uh, this would be uh, Turcom. Turcom. The webcomic. Web yeah. If Dolly were doing a webcomic. So thank you for sponsoring us. Uh, we hope you have enjoyed the show, everyone. We will be back next week with some really messed up conspiracy stuff involving humanoid robots. So, don't forget to check out all of the stuff on supernatpod.rocks. Hit us up on Twitter, at supernatpod. Uh, I would tell you to go to the Facebook, but Facebook has been bugging me for seven months to put the podcast on their platform, so I did, and now they're saying we're no longer supporting that, and you can't link to your podcast. Okay. I'm sorry, did I get bitter all of a sudden during the closer? Not not any more so than usual. Okay, fair. Anyway, (laughs) guys, thank you for being on, Mm -hmm. as always. We'll be back next week with more crazy crap. And uh, so until then, everybody stay safe and stay frosty. Goodbye. Uh, Later. Just give him the chips. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Goodbye. Anal probe.